Oh my gosh. It's just, it's overwhelm. It's so much overwhelm. It's feeling like we have to please everybody and reply straight away or tell them what they want to hear. It's fear of missing out on opportunities. I've got to stay on top of everything. I've got to subscribe to everything. I don't want to miss anything. It's feeling like you're on call 24-7 because your notifications are going off all the time, especially if you're a solopreneur or you're in the first one to three years of your business because that's when your email inbox tends to really explode because everybody wants something from you or you're thinking, I need to learn as much as possible. So we sign up for everything and then bam, every time you open your inbox, major overwhelm. And what do we do when we're overwhelmed? We procrastinate, put our head in the sand, go do something else, and then the problem gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you're out there and you've got 30,000 emails in your inbox, please don't stress (laughs) out because you are not alone and we have strategies to help. Hey there, sister. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I am on a mission to help mompreneurs like you ditch the Instagram overwhelm and take control of your time on the app and build an extraordinary brand and business, but still be fully present with your family and just be crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with Instagram strategies, marketing hacks, branding and business tips with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, you know what to do. Hand your kiddos those tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, whiskey or wine, and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. And today we're going to be talking about our emails, but not necessarily the creation and the writing, but also how much time we're spending in our inbox. So today I am joined by Marissa Roberts and welcome to the show, Marissa. Oh, thank you, Alison. I'm so excited to be here. It's so nice to chat with you. It is. And Marissa and I actually met through a mutual friend, Julie Butler, during her, I think it's back to business summit or it was the BBB summit. There was a lot of B's in there. (laughs) So that's how we met. We instantly really liked each other. And, you know, we both have podcasts and we're like, we definitely have to coordinate and get each other on the show. So today she's joining me and we are going to be talking about your inbox, how to survive the insanity of the inbox. But before we do that, Marissa, tell us more about you. Tell us where you're from, because I know they're hearing the accent, and tell us about your business. Uh, Yep, I'm in Australia. So yeah, we are quite chill down here. So my business is very relaxed. (laughs) I am the host of the Simple Business Podcast, and I'm a simple business strategist. So basically, I'm obsessed with finding easier ways to work so that you don't have to work as hard or as much but you don't have to sacrifice your income or your lifestyle either. So yeah, I've been working, I think I've had, I've been working online for about 10 years, a little over 10 years now. My first business was an organizing one. I used to go and organize people's homes, specifically mothers with young children. I'd be like, here's how we set up your house so that your day runs smoothly. So my first business at Beautifully Organized started that way. And I burnt out within like two months, (laughs) two months. (laughs) It was crazy. I was going to other people's houses and helping them make their days easier. And then I was coming home exhausted and too tired to play with my own kids. And my house looked like a mess (laughs) because I just... I just couldn't find that balance. And that's what kind of triggered the simple business thing for me was I I couldn't keep that going, you know, after a couple of months, it was too much. So 
over the last 10 years, as I picked up all these little strategies and hacks for making life and business a lot easier, you know, most of that business now is completely on autopilot. It's all courses and passive sales and that sort of thing. And that freed me up to now share all of my tips and hacks on simplifying business with my listeners and my customers. So it's it's actually been quite a fun journey that's helped me out in my life as well as my business. So yeah, that's been really fun. I love that. And I think too, my audience is like their their ears have perked up when they heard, you know, simple in business because we all want that. We want to simplify what we do in our business. And I think one of them that we don't think it affects us, but it does, is our emails. Not only writing emails, um, planning out our emails, you know, working with our email subscriber, but also how much time that we spend in our inbox. And we probably don't even realize how much time we're in it. So why do you think a lot of entrepreneurs or business owners struggle with email so much? Oh my gosh. It's just, it's overwhelm. It's so much overwhelm. It's feeling like we have to please everybody and reply straight away or tell them what they want to hear. It's fear of missing out on opportunities. I've got to stay on top of everything. I've got to subscribe to everything. I don't want to miss anything. It's feeling like you're on call 24-7 because your notifications are going off all the time, especially if you're a solopreneur or you're in the first one to three years of your business because that's when your email inbox tends to really explode because everybody wants something from you or you're thinking, I need to learn as much as possible. So we sign up for everything and then bam, every time you open your inbox, major overwhelm. And what do we do when we're overwhelmed? We procrastinate, put our head in the sand, go do something else, and then the problem gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you're out there and you've got 30,000 emails in your inbox, please don't stress out because you are not alone and we have strategies to help. <laughs> so what is the shortest amount of time we can get away with spending on our inbox each day as a business owner. Like, cause for me, I'll be honest with you. Anytime I'm on my computer and I'm, let's say I'm downloading a graphic from Canva and it's taking a little bit to download. I'm not going to lie that little um, mailbox symbol and I'll see a number next to it. I'll click it and yeah, I'll open cool. it and I'll glance at the new emails while something else is happening in my business. Something's downloading and then I might get distracted and actually read an email, or I might even close it down and go back to what I was doing. But in now in the back of my head, I'm going, I have to get back to my email. Yes, right? <laughs> you're mentally committed. You're mentally yes. committed to it. And then you're down a rabbit hole. And then the thing you're working on, suddenly it's not as focused anymore. And yeah, it happens to everybody. And that's why I recommend with my clients that email is a separate thing to everything else. And it's half an hour or less per day. So we really, really shrink it down and we have particular ways that we approach your inbox. But yeah, basically half an hour a day or less is what I recommend. And actually, once you get used to doing that, most of my clients are really surprised at how easy things are once they commit to that 30 minutes or less. I was going to say, I'm just realizing I have some work to do because I guarantee I am in my inbox more than 30 minutes a day. I don't think I'm as bad as some other people because I actually have the notifications turned off on my cell phone. So I'm not getting that ping that I have a new email on my cell phone or I won't even let the number pop up, but it's more on my computer and that's where I spend most of my time. So what are some simple, actionable ways to actually reduce the amount of time and effort we put into email daily? 
Oh, you totally nailed it with the notifications. That's the first thing I tell everybody is on your phone and on your computer, turn off the notifications. So on your desktop, turn off the sound to start with, right? That little ding that happens for a lot of people, they have that just on default on their email and they don't realize that they can turn that little ding noise off. So every time you get an email, how annoying is that, right? You're trying to focus on something, you get that little ding pop up and immediately your brain is mentally mentally over at your email anyway. And you're like, well, I'm thinking about it. I might as well just check it. Maybe I can do it really quickly. No, you go down the rabbit hole really easily. So turn off your notifications on your desktop and your phone. First first and foremost, if you do nothing else, that's going to help a lot because you're not getting distracted and having things eat into your productive work time at that point. So yeah. And you know what? A lot of people freak out at that point and they go, yeah, but what if it's really urgent? What if somebody sends me something and they need a reply in the next 10, 15 minutes? If it's that urgent, they're going to call you when they don't hear back within that time frame, right? They're right. going to find another way. They might try an email two or three times, but then they're going to clue in and they're going to be like, no, I need to, I, I need to call. Or one of my bosses in my corporate life said to me once, you know, if it's really that much of a deal breaker, they will find a way to get to your office and knock on your door and tell you it's that urgent. And you know what? Nothing was ever that urgent. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, what could possibly be that urgent? <laughs> exactly. But it feels urgent when we get notified. When you see that little red number pop up on your mail app or when you hear that little ding, it feels urgent. It sets off that sort of little boost of adrenaline in our system that makes us feel like, oh, I just, I just have to quickly check, right? But that's just a feeling. It's not actually true. Then you go, sometimes my clients are resentful when they don't turn off their notifications and they go and check an email and they're like, well, that's interrupted my focus work for nothing. That's right. why we don't check it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, I, think that's my too, I think people struggle with that because we're in such a world of immediate gratification. Yeah. So Everything's we right. almost feel... And I think this might be more for women, especially moms. We feel it's almost our responsibility to respond quickly because we're just naturally the givers, the nurturers, right? And yes. we don't want to displease the other person on the other side of the email. So we almost want to take that responsibility of, no, I'm going to do the good thing. I'm going to be the good person and I'm going to respond to you. And we almost think that we're doing a good thing. Like we're showing them I'm here for you, you know, but then that can actually be a double-edged sword because don't you think they can take advantage of it then? And then now you've raised the bar on the expectation and now you have no boundaries. Exactly. Our intention is to nurture and support, but we end up just people pleasing and working for everybody. We're running our own business. We're not working for everybody we're emailing with. Exactly. And that's why I tell my clients the second tip too, which is just check your email twice a day. First thing in the morning when you start and then about an hour before you due to finish work. If you time it like that, you're not going to miss anything super important. You're going to have time to action anything that really needs to be actioned straight away. So it does make things easier. And if you're only checking email twice a day, over the course of say two weeks, 
your regular people that email you for things are going to start to notice that they're getting your replies at the same time every day. So it's going to start to train them to only email you or expect your reply at those times of the day. So you're setting up a boundary for yourself and for the other person without actually having to put a ton of effort into it. So yeah, and you'll get all your most important emails at the start of the day because people will know, oh, if I want Marissa to write back to me, I need to email her right on nine o'clock because that's when she replies. That sort of pattern helps a lot once it gets established. So yeah, that's tip number two. Now, what is your tip for, I've had this happen to me where I've gotten in my inbox and I'm sifting through some emails and one of them wasn't super important, but at some point I need to go back to it. And there's been times where it's gotten buried in my inbox. And then like a week or two later, I'm like, oh no, I forgot to respond to that person. Any tips on, I know some, my husband is notorious for this. I don't know how many folders he has in his inbox. He has a folder almost for every person he works with and it gets put into that folder. And I'm like, how, how are you that organized to do that? So do you have any tips for the inbox of like, do you need to make sure that you respond in that moment? And then it's either put in a, a folder and it's deleted or what's your suggestion when we're actually working in the inbox? Like, are we a hundred percent focused and need to do it right then and there? Ah, there's a really, really handy little extra thing you can add to that process that it's a game changer. So when you're looking through your inbox, yeah, some things you can open and read and action straight away, and then you file them and you're done. But the things that you can't do on the spot that you know, you have to remember to do later, I take that information and you put it into your digital calendar and you book out time to action it in the future straight away because then you've got all the big information from the email copied and pasted in the calendar description for the date and time. You know when you're going to be working on it and you've got all the information ready to go. It's going to pop up and remind you to do it at the right time and then you can go ahead and file and archive that email so that your inbox is clear still got everything you need and you've actually got time put aside to action it so you don't even have to remember to do it anymore your calendar is just going to be like your personal assistant reminding you to do it that is a really great tip I never would have thought of copy and pasting the 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 content of the email into my calendar and the description there that to me that is genius right there and I'm going to start doing that because that is such a great tip Now, when it comes to either emails or even your business, what is something you wish you would have known sooner in the beginning? Oh, that is a good question. (laughs) I love that question. And I think for me, it's that I am the one as the business owner, as the entrepreneur, I am the one that controls my schedule and my actions. It's really down to me. It's not my customers. It's not my email subscribers. It's not my suppliers. It's not my collaborators. It's down to me. And if I set a boundary for my time and my work hours, other people will follow it provided I follow it too, right? So if I set my work hours, for example, but then I'm working outside of those hours and people see emails come in from me, they're going to be like, oh yeah, she works anytime. No, if I set my work hours and I stick to them, other people will stick to them too. I barely have to manage anyone if I'm role modeling the boundary that I want to set. So that's, yeah, if I had have found that out in the first year of my business, <laughs> things would have been so much smoother. <laughs> and I think that's the thing too. Like I think most people when they're in business, you know, whether they're with a team or they're a solopreneur, 
we find ourselves, you know, shifting our mindset. We get the strategy for it, but it's always the implementation that is the hardest part. And that's really in anything in your business. So I'm hoping that our listeners today, if they get anything out of this today, they actually have to implement a strategy to be in their inbox 30 minutes or less a day. Now, before we wrap this up, because this was this was quick, but it had some great tips, actionable steps in the episode. Is there any other advice for our listeners today? Oh, yes. Okay. So if you've gone through our tips today and you're still thinking, yeah, but I'm still a little overwhelmed at all the things I have to do with email, templates, templates <laughs> save you so much time and effort and stress. So in my business and with my clients, I have six main templates that we use all the time. It makes a really big difference when it comes to the, the trickier parts of your business, like uh, default payments and customer complaints, which hopefully we don't get many of, but every now and again, you get one and you think, oh, I don't know how to respond. Email templates for that help a lot. And templates that help bring in more revenue, like asking for good reviews and booking clients again that you've worked with previously. A lot of those, you get that imposter syndrome. You get, you're too scared to say, an email like that and a template helps a lot so I have six on my website if anybody wants them they're totally free they can go and get them if they want plug them into your email system use the templates feature in gmail or just put them on a word doc if you want and copy and paste them in it's going to save you so much time so much stress so much effort you're going to love it that's awesome especially if you need to follow up if somebody hasn't booked a call and in the moment you're like super frustrated, you don't want that frustration or that tone to come through your email. So that is such a great tip is to have those templates. So I will make sure that though that link to the templates is in the show notes, but where else can the audience connect with you online? Oh yeah, I like to keep it super simple. So just go to marissaroberts.com. Everything you need is there. And also if you're on Instagram, I'm on Instagram pretty much every day. So just look for Marissa Roberts Official and you'll find me nice and easy. Very cool. This was such a fun, fun conversation today. And I'm excited to break my inbox insanity. Definitely try the 30 minutes or less. And I will let you know how I'm doing with that in a couple of weeks. But thanks again for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I had a great time. I can't thank you enough for listening today and supporting this show. The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyinsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.